Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330-118-0210. That's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation. And let them know Football in Berkshire sent you. Hello and welcome to the Berkshire Football Stories chat podcast with me, Rob Davis, Tom Canning. Hi. And Abby Tyshurst. Hello, hello. Hello indeed. Uh, we've been away for a couple of weeks, so we've got loads to catch up on. All the best from the uh, results, uh, goings on and happenings around Berkshire football. Uh, but to start with, we have been away for a couple of weeks. So how have you been, Tom and Abby? Yeah. Tom, you're keen to get in. Well, I was just away. thinking, like, I don't even know why we've been away. It's just it's just happened, doesn't it? It's well, some, like... last week was kind of my fault because all Rob's the electricity, yeah, my house kind of fell apart. All the electricity in my house didn't work, so uh, that was sort <laughs> of on me. Uh, but that's resolved now. So, <laughs> you know. so here we are. Here we are indeed. That so, what have you been up to for two weeks? Those. I've been to two football matches, oh both, my at Tadley, both at Tadley, my new wow. favourite ground. He's in quota field already. Yeah, exactly, that's done, yeah. done, job done. <laughs> yeah, tick off. That's what equals last season's tallies, is it? Oh, I went to eight games last year. Oh, okay. I've been to three, I've been to three so far this year. Woodley, I went to Woodley, Eversley. I went to about 30% of Tadley v East Cowles United because it ridiculously started at about quarter to nine and would have then finished at like 11 o'clock, which is well past my bedtime. And then Tadley v Burnham last night. It was a really good game. Ooh, Burnham right. are very good, but also Tadley are very good. Interesting. So we will come on to that in a sec. But Abby, what have you been up to other than your new job and, uh, uh, you know, generally overseeing everything in women's football in the county? What have I been doing apart from football? <laughs> I, I don't think I do anything other than football. That's what I you wanted. go to work at a football club, I watch football elsewhere. <laughs> uh, I generally... Oh, I went to the cricket. That, that counts. I, did, I went to another... Seven pound a pint. Event. Went to the cricket, went to the hundred. That was good fun. But other than <laughs> that, yeah, just... Football. <laughs> football, football, football. You certainly should have plenty to talk about then uh, as we... Oh, uh, no pressure. Yeah, as we peruse the uh, uh, goings on in the last two weeks. So uh, why don't we start with the weekend just gone and the fixtures uh, that uh, took place then and probably the most prestigious ones were the FA Cup first qualifying round uh, draw. So we had um, an all Berkshire side, all Berkshire tie in Hollyport versus Binfield. And we also had Bracknell playing at home to Harrow Borough. Uh, two Berkshire sides through. So why don't we start with the all Berkshire uh, tie of Hollyport versus Binfield. Uh, a pretty tricky game in the end for Binfield. Uh, winning 1-0 in injury time with a penalty 
uh, which uh, Hollyport fans were not too pleased about. I kind of get that. I understand that. It's um, it was it was a tad soft, wasn't it? Yeah, a little bit. That's an understatement, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it is. It is completely. Yes, they also had their centre back sent off, not necessarily for the tackle. I think it was more for the reaction to the tackle, ah, okay. and uh, that was, yeah, that was quite a reaction, should we say? So, uh, yeah, uh, you know, didn't have... get that on camera, did he? No. <laughs> uh, right, so he sees what he wants to see. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think uh, it, it was a really, it was a real shame for Hollyport to end uh, their cut run that way because they were probably over the ninety minutes probably marginally the better side. I think. Did you um, go, Rob? Are you I speaking? Did go. From, ah, yes. okay. You're speaking from, from experience. Actual cool. experience. I went. Yeah. There was it was a really bit of a funny game because there were some long stoppages for injuries and. Uh, it got quite disjointed. And I think Hollyport probably dealt with that better than Binfield did. Uh, Binfield came out of the traps looking very good and uh, uh, had two chances in the first 15 minutes, hitting the side netting through uh, Sean Moore and Liam Tack. Uh, but then there was a big delay due to, uh, I don't know if it was an injury, so much as one of the Hollyport players had uh, has just come back from a chest infection. And uh, I think he was... he. Yeah, wasn't quite ready to come back. And so he was struggling with the pace of the game and actually had to receive quite a bit of treatment on and off the pitch. So there was a long delay because of that. And the game got a little bit disjointed, but Hollyport were probably reacting to it a little bit better. And then um, towards the end of the first half, we uh, their uh, striker Hunt... Uh, dislocated his shoulder. So there was a nasty injury for that one as well. And so a lot of injury time at the end of the first half. Uh, but again, two uh, two substitutions in the first half that Hollyport probably didn't want to uh, have to make. Um, and then again, Binfield came out at the second half looking pretty good. But again, there was another stoppage, uh, a really nasty clash of heads between Joe Gator and Kimmy Zimba. Uh, in, in the Hollyport um, striker. The Hollyport striker had to be substituted. I think he was out cold for a little bit. It was really not a very nice um, sight indeed. Uh, but probably from that point, despite all the substitutions they had to make, Hollyport were probably the better side. Um, in the last half hour, they were really pushing. Uh, they were the side pushing for the winner. Um, and then, and then yeah, deep into injury time. And there was a lot of injury time, as you could expect after all of that. Uh, Bidfield's got the penalty. Um, uh, to be honest, uh, yeah, it was quite an even game. Uh, Hollyport were probably marginally the better side. I think they deserved a replay for sure. Uh, saying, you know, they'd done enough to win it. They didn't quite create enough clear-cut chances probably to say, yeah, they uh, they were significantly the better side, but certainly worth a replay. And uh, yeah, real strong performance from Hollyport who look this season like they might be a really tough side to beat. Um They've had four league games so far and three draws out of them. So, uh, yeah, promising signs in the early season from Hollyport, I think. Nice. Yeah, after that monologue. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah. was there a question in there? Not really, no. <laughs> uh, but I just said, yeah. Like Binfield have uh, started the season well as well. They've got 10 points from their first four games. It uh, sits second in the um, Isthmian South Central table. So, you know, they're looking strong as well. I think... Uh, looking across the divisions, we might have some good competition for promotion this season from the Berkshire sides. Uh, have you seen, Tom, you haven't seen any of Binfield this season. Abby, you seen any of them at all? 
Nope. No, nope. we no. did see Hollyport before uh, when mm. Ascot played them, and uh, yeah, they yes. were they were pretty hard to beat uh, for Ascot as well, weren't they? Yes, they were indeed. Um, our league game against them was better than our FA Cup game, so I think that's all I'll say on that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> as we can tell, Hollyport being in the uh, the first qualifying round means Ascot weren't. So uh, yeah, a bit of a shame for Ascot, but they uh, yeah Hollyport. Looking promising in the early season. Definitely. Well, as I've spoken at length about that, why don't I hand the uh, uh, like uh, some comments on the Bracknell game over to you two? Uh, Bracknell winning four one against Harrow Borough. Um, two in a row uh, now. They've beaten Harrow Borough four one. Yes, they I had a league that. game earlier this season and uh, yeah. beat them four one as well. So a repeat of that result. Bracknell yeah. into the hat for the next round. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not a massive surprise, is it? Um, mm. I, I mean, yeah, I, I guess we, we've probably talked a bit at length about about Binfield and Hollyport. I mean, what is it? What is there to say about Bracknell other than other than you kind of expect that kind of thing now? Yeah, um, and, and you know, uh, and they they have got it all to do in the next game. Um, yeah, in fact, both both Binfield and Bracknell have. Um, yes, so the. Yeah, draw for the second qualifying round has been made and Binfield are at home to step two Tombridge Angels. Uh, Bracknell Town are away to uh, Chesham United. They're in the same division as Bracknell, but have beaten Bracknell at home earlier in the mm. season already. Uh, Chesham is second in the table. So uh, a, strong, a tough game for Bracknell there. And Hungerford and Slough also join the competition at this stage and Hungerford are at home to Gloucester City, a uh, another step two side, but they're actually in the um, National League North. And Slough are at home to Worthing. So, was it just me really hoping for a Binfield Bracknell tie? Yeah, I was hoping <laughs> or, or a Bracknell like bit or a Bracknell Binfield tie, either, no. either way around. Yeah, I was hoping no? for maybe Bracknell Slough or something like that. Yeah, that quite good. Yeah. Why is it? Why is that? Why is that, Abby? Are you just thinking about your ticket sales for your? For, for your no, I just I hate all the regional ties because it's boring. It's like oh, well, I would just smoke some more like yeah. Barchard. I just like seeing other teams being played. It's Slower like, playing Worthing again. That magic they? of the cup. Like, what's the point if you're like, oh yeah, we've played them four hundred times before. Yeah. Yeah, that was yeah, why but... the, that used to be why the county cup used to get on our nerves because you, Bratton would always play Marlow and they would always lose to Marlow. <laughs> Well, yeah, they they regionalise it at different uh, uh, to different degrees as the rounds go mm. on. So at the moment, there's five regions. Um, don't quite know exactly uh, where the boundaries lie, but it looks like uh, Hungerford and West Berkshire are in the southwest region, whereas uh, the rest of our sides are in the southeast yes. region. So um, I think there uh, is a, an FA Cup Maps Twitter account floating about. Yeah. Somewhere. There was uh, he. Uh, there was a non-league maps Twitter account that put something out, but I think that was his best guess rather than anything official. Oh, okay. <laughs> but uh, but uh, but yeah, I think he seems to have been pretty accurate. So uh, uh, so yeah, if you want to check out non-league maps on Twitter, they are an excellent source of uh, this sort of information. So yeah, good shout out to them. Indeed, and I got to see Phil Arnett's on uh, Saturday as before we leave the FA Cup there. So uh, FA Cup fact file. While we're talking about uh, accounts that are uh, excellent for uh, um, online information on this sort of thing, FA Cup fact file is great for all your FA Cup trivia and needs. You look like you're about to say something there, Tom. No, no, I was just going to say, is he all right? Is he, yeah, he's is good. He, is yeah. he feeling better? Yeah, no, he's, he's doing well at the moment, and uh, yeah, he's 
he got to get that was uh, on Sunday the uh, Hollyport Binfield game. He'd been to a game the day before, and he went to games on Monday and Tuesday nights. So I think he's starting to get about a lot now, and uh, yeah, seems to have made a full recovery. So that's great. Nice. Good, good indeed. All right. Uh, before we look at some of the other fixtures uh, from across the weekend, we have a, uh, a new manager at Wokingham and Embrook. Uh, we. Uh, he's a familiar face to uh, uh, some, as he's the former Sandhurst manager, um, uh, Mike Conan. Uh, I've lost his name here. Cronin. Cronin. Rat Cronin, sorry. <laughs> That's incredibly bad, considering I interviewed him at the weekend. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, he oversaw his first game on Saturday. Uh, Wally, uh, working with Edbrook, went away to uh, Shelford St. Peter and came away with a 2-1 victory. So uh, Wokingham and Edbrook's first competitive victory in 16 games, which is, uh, yeah, quite an achievement. Uh, Tom, how do you think uh, he'll go in uh, uh, at Wokingham and Edbrook? Well, he's, he's got he's got Jardim in, hasn't he, um, from Sandhurst. From Sandhurst. Um, there would appear to be some... Some recriminations to come from some of those, I suspect. Yeah. By the by, the sound by if uh, if uh, some tweets are to be to be believed, um, but we're not here to talk about that. Um, hmm. I I th- well, I mean, who like at the moment, who knows? They've lost a lot of players. They've lost. I saw Joe Kamuski at Tadley last night. Yeah. Um, he, he's he's a good player. He'll be a big loss. I would I would expect. Um, but you know, I, it's really hard to say at this stage because I mean. They, they've got they've got Jardim in Jake White scoring goals. If they can score goals, then then you know they should. You would think they'll be all right. Um, mm. But but there is only one way to find out, yeah. as we well know. <laughs> I guess so. They look pretty good and played some nice football uh, on Saturday. It's another game I was at over the weekend. So uh, yeah, they they look very. Uh, sharp certainly to begin with. Lost their way a little bit in the first half, but um, only really looked like giving up chances from set pieces. So uh, that was uh, that was promising. And then, yeah, in the second half, they I think they played some really nice football and probably uh, deserved their win. Could have been more at the end, although uh, Chalfonts and Peter were really pl- piling on the pressure towards the end of the game as well. So, yeah, they'd be very happy to get away with three points there, I think. And it potentially bodes well for the rest of the season. So interesting times there in the combined counties uh, uh, Premier Division. North. Yeah, it's going to be it's going to be really interesting to see how they how they go now, um, yeah. and and how that how that moves on, um, because there's obviously you know they've had quite a good core of player, quite a settled core of players at, at Wokingham for quite a while. Yeah, and I know that did change a little bit in the summer with Elliot, but well, I guess you know as I say, we we, we will see. Absolutely, yeah. So plenty to keep an eye on there in the combined counties, Premier Division North, and another side to keep an eye on in the combined counties, Premier Division North is Ascot. Abby, another strong win this weekend. Hundred uh, percent starts the league campaign. Uh, why don't you talk us through the game on Saturday away at Harefield United? Um, <laughs> I mean, 2-0 down in the opening 10 minutes wasn't yes. really the plan, I don't <laughs> think, for Jamie. Um, but we like a comeback at Ascot, and a comeback we did make. Um, so, yeah, we ended up winning 3-2 in that game. Um, yeah, we had to dig deep in that second half. Um, but no, I think 
obviously it's I, d- I don't want to sound too cliche but it's still a new squad aren't they so they're still still developing still kind of figuring each other out essentially um no I think they really like we're, we're coming to coming into the season now where they're starting to really gel together I think and so I think you'll really see that kind of reflection in their performances I hope um so yeah just I think <laughs> yeah like like I said not not the start we wanted but um yeah, I think it's um, it's promising and a good win over Harefield as well. I think um, we were, I think they were in third and we were in fourth, and so yeah, we've piggybacked and moved up to second, I believe, from that. So um, yeah, I think it's uh, going to be an exciting season for us, definitely. Absolutely, yeah. I think Harefield, you're probably right there. One of the teams who might be there or thereabouts, you know, certainly looking for top half the table. So to win away from home there and to come from 2-0 down so early on it's probably bodes well uh, like you say wouldn't have been the start you wanted but the fact it's now happened and is in the uh, uh, you got the result you wanted probably uh, positive overall yeah absolutely absolutely mm-hmm. can't give away too much Rob can't give away too much <laughs> okay what's, there, what's there to give what's there to give away I don't know. I just feel like I'm under pressure to reveal things, and then I might get an angry message from Jamie at some point. Who knows? <laughs> like, like what? I, I'm I'm so confused. I, what what is there to give away? What are the, well, the training secrets? Or the uh, yeah. Oh, what they're going to do? Give away I don't know. I'm scared you're going to make this into a weekly segment. It seems like you have done that already, and then I have to be like, under, I'm, I end up sounding like I'm the manager. <laughs> yeah. You are the spokesperson. You're the media media face of uh, Ascot, aren't you? <laughs> uh, yeah, something like that. <laughs> there's um, there's a there's a line from the uh, superb film Chicken Run that feels Great appropriate film. here. It's all in your head. <laughs> Great. Thanks. Thanks, Tom. That's all right. Amazing I was wondering where you're going to go I'm from sure. when you said superb film. Godfather, Schindler's <laughs> List, oh, you know, oh, no. Blade Runner, even. <laughs> Better than all that. No, better we're going to go chicken run. Okay. Oh, no, better than all that nonsense, mate. And you well know. <laughs> Can't wait for this week's title now. Yeah. Oh, them chickens are up to something. <laughs> <laughs> well, as we're on Ascot, we both went to a game last night, Abby. Uh, the Parks and Pucks uh, Senior Cup. The club competition that Ascot obviously had a lot of success in last year, getting to the final uh, against Reading and beating Wickham Wanderers in the semi-final on the way. Um, yeah, they played at home against Langley. Uh, an interesting side from uh, Step Six, who've uh, come under new ownership this season. Um, and uh, yeah, a good win for Ascot, but it got a bit hairy towards the end there. <laughs> yeah, um, I said about we like a comeback, and then I don't know, yeah, I don't know. We, I, they were lucky not to equalize, to be honest. I think, I don't know if we just you mean unlucky, yeah. I don't yeah. know. They were unlucky not to. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this is why I'm not the spokesperson. <laughs> oh, I could. I don't think I could ever be a manager. No. I wouldn't be able so. to do the media part of it. I'd just be saying absolute rubbish the whole time. <laughs> yeah. I think. Um, yeah. So they were unlucky not to get an equaliser. I think. Um, but no, I think we we played well. Um, I also don't want to sound cliche again, but there was... And actually, no, I'm not going to say it because I was moaning about it to myself earlier when people talk about a much-changed squad. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, there was a bit of rotation in. 
the positives I will take from this. Dan Price played his first game in three years yesterday, and I think oh, he had. Very nice. uh, wow. Yeah. So he he did his ACL and then came back and then did his ACL again. So I think the fact that he was on the pitch for seventy-ish minutes last night was incredible, really, and I think he put in a real great shift. So um, yeah, and then we uh, saw saw uh, Alex Hall from our Allied side. He he came in as well and. Um, Toby Thompson got his first start as well. I think he looked very, very comfortable at right back. Was he at right back or left? No, at left back, sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> trying to remember which way around on the pitch he was. So, yeah, um, I think maybe there was a little bit of pressure for us, obviously, wasn't there, doing so well last season to kind of kick things off um, with a good win. So, um, yeah, I think we were fairly convincing. It was a little bit shaky at the end there. But, no, I think we managed the game well. Yeah, I mean... So Ascot went 3-0 up in the first half. Some very nice finishes. Got to say, some nice play for the goals, I thought. They were, yeah, uh, when the goals came, they were very well worked and some very good finishes. Uh, From a centre-back as well. Big up Harry yeah. Tucker. Oh, yeah. Harry that Tucker's was outrageous. <laughs> yeah, very good indeed. Uh, uh, Lagley got one back before the break um, with uh, through a free kick. And then uh, they scored a very nice goal in the second half as well. Um to make it 3-2 and just have uh, make it a little bit nervy uh, for Ascot towards the end. Uh, but yeah, I caught up with um, one of the people who's part of the new ownership group, a guy called Chris Smith, who uh, is uh, was there at the game last night. And he was very interesting to hear what he was saying and the vision they have for um, Langley. Uh, they've come in um, sort of, it was like kind of a sort of quick decision to buy the club. And to uh, start uh, start uh, working with Langley, but they seem to have quite. Uh, they've got, for example, a twenty five year lease on a community centre in Langley, where they're going to try and sort of develop a bit more of a um, uh, develop the community side of the club a bit more and see some more of age group and women's sides uh, competing uh, back in Langley, and then eventually long term plan, hopefully get Langley back in uh, back into sort of their own community because obviously they're playing at Arbor Park at the moment, which isn't too far away. And it's a very good facility, obviously. But so, yeah, it's, it's quite interesting. And he was also talking about how he wanted to do something positive because, um, unfortunately, Langley and that area might be a little bit known for um, things such as knife crime and uh, everything else like that. So they wanted to get into the community, see if they could do something positive. They've had, you know, knife amnesties for uh, uh, at, the, at the club occasionally. So do you bring your knife if there is... Uh, you know, you do have a weapon. You can go down and drop it off, uh, you know, anonymously. And they've had some response to that, which is really good. And so it's quite interesting talking to him. I think uh, I've got his details, so I think I might follow up for a podcast and, uh, yeah, finally get one of them in the in the can. Nice. So good. Good indeed. So, yeah, interesting to see how they all progress because they had a very young uh, team out as well. I think they uh, didn't have anyone over the age of 20 there. So, uh Absolutely, uh, uh, very interesting to see how they go. But well, Abby was saying there that she, there's a feature every week now about her talking about Ascot. Well, we've got a very sporadic feature as well called uh, Tom Canning has been to a football match. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't, well, we, Abby and I were at Ascot versus Langley last night. Why don't we hear what Tom made of Tadley Caliva versus Burnham in the League Cup? We need a jingle, don't we? Yeah. Tommy, go, Tommy goes to football. Yeah, no, I was early as well. I was early. Very dusty button oh on the uh, jingle machine, yeah. that would be. 
Yes, when you were game and you were early. Well, I said, okay. You have a temperature. Is something wrong? (laughs) (laughs) I deserve this. I deserve this. It's fine. Um, Yes, I sent you all a video as well uh, to prove that I was uh, there on time and early. Uh, So, you know, I might post it online as well. Um, (laughs) So, um, anyway. yeah, it was it was a really good game actually. Burnham started really brightly. We were really impressed by them. Um, sadly, I don't ha- I didn't have a Burnham team sheet at the time, so I couldn't tell you who many of the players were. But they they, they started really really well. Um, but Tadley Tadley and then Tadley went ahead through an absolute bullet of a free kick. It was one of those ones that um, to coin a phrase, it was just it, the ball was just ball it just went like a bullet it stayed ball it just it, it was ben right from about 30 yards um and he i, I don't know wasn't particularly much of a run-up he just absolutely leathered it and it, it just it didn't move it just it just sort of gently rose and they like you get in it you get in the way of that you're in the back of the net with it there's no there was no stopping it uh, and that was that was a fantastic goal but then burnham burnham kind of piled on and, and got the equalizer just before half time um uh, and then uh, into the second half um the the goal came again through ben wright uh no sorry it wasn't ben wright it was um it was the other guy brett De- Brett Denham, my new favourite player, Brett Denham. Um, in he got, he got across, got across the goalkeeper and just put it through his legs. Uh, it was a, that was a, that kind of came out of nothing as well. So that was really nice. Uh, and then in the third goal, it was a, what I feel like was another soft penalty. The the Tadley fans I was kind of stood with was sort of that, and I don't know whether this would have been different in a league game. Maybe it was just because it was a cup game. But, oh, that's that's a bit soft. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, it um, it it. Uh, it was dispatched and it finished 3-1. I feel like Burnham can probably feel a little aggrieved, but they didn't seem, they, they, they kind of, there was no sort of last ditch sort of push in for, to get back in the game. I, I think they were, they, you know, it, it was a workout for them, I, I suspect, but, but Tadley, the two times I've seen Tadley this season, they've been really impressive. Um, they've got Aaron Parfit in from, um, was at Thatcham, if I remember right. I feel like he's a he's an ex Reading Town player as well, somewhere down the line. It's a name I recognise for that. And they've also they've got this 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 lad Ben Wright. I think um, was once linked with Fulham from from the from the chat around. The, so they're, they're sort of they're they're um they're they players coming to sort of the end of their their careers. I think they 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 could have kind of slightly slightly bigger lads, um, but all the ability in the world uh, and they, they had a, they had another and, and as i say um brett denham as well uh, really really good up front so they've got plenty of experience plenty of young players got joe kamuski at the back now as well so yeah i think they'll, they'll do it and they're the keeper the goalkeeper is craig atkinson who pulled off a couple of really brilliant saves um for for tadley which was which was good um and i just wanted to mention uh, i spotted katie allen on the line uh, award-winning referee Katie Allen was on the line for that, uh, and had I, I feel like the the toughest job in football is being the linesman in front of the dugout, and she was <laughs> doing that, and she seemed to just just take it in her stride from what I could see. So, um, the only thing I would say is there was a moment, there was a brief moment when that bullet free kick went in, when the linesman on the far side raised his flag, and it was like, ah, oh, it was one of those ones where you kind of just just let it in, just like. <laughs> It's so good. It doesn't really matter if it was offside. Just, just let it as. But uh, no. So the, the the ref went over, uh, and it was given. 
Um, I'm sorry, I'm not really sure how it could have been given, given that the Lions managed to flag up, but, you know, there we go. Maybe not interfering with play or something like that. But, yeah, really good game. Uh, and I would, and the Tadley Clubhouse is terrific. Yeah. Um, they've done it, they've done it really, really nicely. It's, um, and the, the ground is really tidy as well. It's one of those ones where they've gone, well, we've got, uh, we've got to get this ground grading up. So who's got some scaffolding? And they just built a load of scaffolding-based stands. But it's not like cobbled. It, it, it's kind of cobbled together, but done just really smartly. Everything, everything just is really well done. And they've done it obviously on a on a certain budget and and got it. And, and but the clubhouse looks looks fantastic as well. So um, yeah, really well worth having a pop down to Tadley if you get the chance. I know they're in the South Division, which is a bit of a pain. Yeah, I mean. They're obviously, they're uh, yeah, just on the uh, Hampshire-Berkshire border there, mm. and uh, perhaps the side we haven't covered so much in the past, but uh, it's it's really good to sort of like uh, bring them into the fold and start uh, shining a light yeah. on them a bit more. And we've had Dan Wakeley on, obviously, uh, a couple of weeks ago talking about Tadley. He was saying that uh, he was hoping for a top-half finish for them, uh, maybe even uh, his heart saying even push for a, like a little bit higher. But uh, uh, from what you've seen of them, you think a top-half finish is uh, is uh, achievable. Um, uh, they, I don't see why not. I mean, like I, I've seen literally nothing of the rest of the division, so yeah. it makes it a bit difficult to to kind of answer that question. But um, you know, why not? I mean, why not? Why they're, not? They're a good. They're a good solid side. They, they've good. got all the all the makings of a of a of a side that that will have a decent season in my to my mind. Very good indeed. Okay, uh, before we start looking ahead to the uh, upcoming weekend's fixtures, Abby, uh, there's finally some competitive women's football uh, in the county this uh, weekend. Just gone. There is indeed, or was indeed, should I say. <clears throat> yes, um, the new look southern region kicked off and so did the Thames Valley as well. Um, so... Uh, Ascot started their campaign very nicely. Uh, they beat Abingdon United 2-1, which was a very exciting game to be at, especially because Abingdon United are probably, I'd say, title favourites, or at least one of them anyway. Um, they sort of went toe-to-toe with uh, Moneyfields last season, and Moneyfields just put them to the post, essentially, although Moneyfields was set to go up for a little while. I think it was just the pandemic that got in their way, really, so... The fact that Ascot managed to secure um, a win over Abingdon United is really good. A very nice penalty scored as well by Hannah Bennett, who is a new signing. Um, meanwhile, Emsley in California and Woodley, they were face-to-face with each other and Woodley won that one as well. So they'll be really happy about that as well because they had a quite a tricky season last year. They were in the Prem as well and they um, opted to move down to the newly formed Division North. Um, I think they've done quite a bit of building in the summer and they've made some really decent signings and just really gelled as a group. Um, so I think that's going to stand them in good stead for the season. And yeah, they won 1-0 over Eversley in California. Um, Caversham United as well made their debut in the in the division, in the, in the league. Um, a 4-1 loss to Kidlington, unfortunately. So I think they might have a little bit more of a tricky season compared to how they've been doing the last few seasons. But um, yeah, I, don't, I, I think they'll... Be worth watching, nonetheless, though. Um, so, yeah, quite a, a half a good, I, I guess, opening weekend for our southern region sides, depending on who you are. Um, 
Meanwhile, in the Thames Valley, um, Slough have moved up to Division 1 and they're looking fairly confident. They won 5-0 over Banbury, so I think they'll be um, interesting to watch. I think they were potentially considering a move into the Southern region. I think actually maybe they want one more season in the Thames Valley just for a little bit of building building work in there rather than making that big leap because I think it is quite a big jump going from Thames Valley into the Southern region. Um so yeah, they they'll be ones to watch in Division One this season. Um, Burfield Reserves as well. They are a new side, so the ladies' team were brand new last season, and they've they were promoted into from the development division into Division South. Um, and I think they've just been so popular, and obviously the um, Lionesses' success has prompted a bit of more popularity amongst it. So they've managed to set up a reserve side. Um, and they won two one in their debut game against Wickham Saints. So yeah, they had a had a good run um, or started well in the in the division. So yeah, the, it was quite a little bit quiet for the Thames Valley actually. There weren't that many fixtures this week, and I think it all sort of kicks off this weekend really. Um, but yeah, a few of our sides were in action. So yeah, looking like it's going to be an exciting season again. Very good indeed. Okay, well, uh, well actually, we'll take a. Uh, before we talk about the uh, upcoming fixtures this weekend, Tom, is there anything uh, you think we need to plug before uh, 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 we well, push on? The August goal of the month is out, um, and I am very pleased with the video. <laughs> so please go and watch that on the website. Um, I am very it pleased. Is, yeah. It's everything I wanted it to be. <laughs> and so, if- Yes, um, there is one particular goal that is currently winning. Uh, by quite some way. So if you want another goal, get your votes in. Very good indeed. Yes, go along to the website and vote on August Goal of the Month. There are some crackers in there, to be fair. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, some absolute belters. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, good luck to everybody. Good the in- winner will be announced early next week. There we go. A four-pack of ding on the way to the winner, providing um, there are not uh, either age or religious reasons why that would should not happen. <laughs> I have thought of this. Good. Glad to hear. Okay. Well, looking ahead to the weekend's fixtures, and the WSL is kicking off, Abby. How do you feel about Reading? I decided I'm going to stop being a negative Nancy. Okay. Because <laughs> it was boring. <laughs> thank you, thank you so much. I don't know. We'll, we'll be speaking to you next week and see. How, uh, well, see yeah. We'll not, <laughs> Ask me this yeah. time again next week, and we'll see. No, no, no. I just I need to find some positives, don't I? We've not even started yet, so I've got to talk about something good. Um, no, I think so. One thing that has actually been released this morning as well is that, uh, well, Emma Mitchell, who's actually now Emma McCandy because she got married in the summer. Um, I'm very excited for her return, firstly, but also she has been named this morning as our captain for the season. So I think that's um, a good thing. Obviously, that means that Kelly Chambers is obviously assuming her position as left back and she's going to be first in there as left back. So that's exciting for her because I think I mentioned it. Oh, maybe I didn't actually. But um, her experience amongst the team is really important. Obviously, she she's came to us from Arsenal. I think she's been a staple in the Scotland team as well. So her experience is really important for us as a side. But also, she's a real set-piece specialist. And some of her free kicks last season were converted to goals for us. So that's I think she's a really important player for us. So the fact that she's been named captain um, is exciting. I think it's also going to be a quite a big season for uh, Tia Primer as well. I think she's potentially one of our ones to watch 
she was sort of flitting in and around the first team last season and obviously claw back a few goals for us in the final minutes. So I think she's going to be quite important for us this season. And she's still so young and there's so much potential with her that I think she's going to be exciting to watch. I'm also very excited to watch Sana Trollsgaard as well, because um, I think I spoke to Kelly Chambers at the end of last season and she essentially said that we'd not seen like nearly half of what the potential she has from her. So I think she's going to be really important. And I think as well, we'll see her push up a little bit more. She was playing a bit more of a, as a defensive midfielder previously, whereas I think where she plays for her national team, she's a bit more offensive, essentially. So I think we might see her push up a little bit more. And I think we did see a little sort of sprinkling of that at the end of last season as well, where she pushed forward a little bit. So I think we'll likely see a bit of that from her as well. So I think that yeah, she can be a bit of a distraction in and around the box and potentially net a few goals for us. Um, but yeah, we've got Liverpool. So um, they're obviously newly promoted from the Championship and I think they'll be wanting to stamp their mark on the WSL immediately. Um, Matt Bids in charge and he's definitely he's one of my favourite managers, actually. Obviously, by Kelly Chambers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um so I think he'll obviously be wanting to secure his place back in the WSL, definitely. And he's made some really good signings as well. Um, so, yeah, I think it should be an interesting game. And I think we just need to make sure that we are straight out of the blocks initially. Um, so because Liverpool definitely will be as well. So, um, yeah, some... I, I, what I would like to see is just a, a, a goal. That would be nice. <laughs> like not, I don't want to be waiting for. I don't want us to be waiting for four games into the season before we even score a goal. So, are yeah. you going on Sunday? Pardon? Are you going on Sunday? Not to the Reading game. No, I will probably be at Wickham Wanderers with Ascot. Oh, I see. Indeed. So, uh, on Reading, what would be success for Reading this season? Do you think? Um, <laughs> oh God, I just, oh, well, what do I think could be success? I'm not going to put a number on it. I would like us to finish above last season. It's, I feel like we had such a strange season last season because we broke so many records and like clean sheet records and the run that we went on between like November and January was phenomenal and beating Chelsea as well. But then we also finished our worst in the WSL so far. So it's just so tricky. I think Whilst that run was really great, we just, it was all fizzled out so much at the end. So just a little bit more consistency and maybe I'd like to concede less goals. That would be quite good. Um, that would be great. So I don't know, maybe it's really hard. I don't want to, I don't want to say where I want us Higher to Higher than last season, is it? Pardon? Higher than last season would be a success. Yeah, right? I suppose, I suppose, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it gets yeah. tougher every year in that division, doesn't it? Yeah. I think every team is looks like they've improved, and uh, yeah, Liverpool coming up. I think um, quite often when a team came up in the WSL, you think oh, they're they're not looking too great. In fact, when Liverpool came up last time, they went straight back down. Is that right, Abby? Yeah, sure? I think no, no, I think they had two seasons and then went back down okay. again. But yeah, still, I think they were still towards the uh, bottom end of yeah. the table. Yeah, yeah. and uh, you know, Liverpool. You could see them sort of uh, being, you know, a few places above that. And the other teams that were down there last year, you know, they they look like they're a bit stronger as well. So, you know, it's tougher every year. Yeah, absolutely. Which is, I, it's, it's really tricky because as a sort of general, like, lover Neutral. of women's football, yeah. it's really fantastic <laughs> to see 
those additions to the league and like they just the improved standards yeah more yeah it gets more and more competitive and more and more exciting but then equally as a reading fan i'm just a bit like oh god <laughs> so, yeah Excellent. good so but we'll stay with the positives though and hope for a uh, better season than last year indeed Okay. Well, what do you want to say, Tom? No, nothing. I've just got something for AOB, which I presume we are about to reach. Well, I was going to look at uh, other fixtures coming up this weekend. So, uh, um, the probably the highlights. Well, we do have uh, uh, National League fixtures. Maidenhead are travelling to Hollywood. Uh, sorry, they're travelling to Wrexham to play. Uh, <laughs> to play uh, in North Wales. So, yeah, they will. Uh, they'll be uh, facing Wrexham this weekend. Um, but uh, and also. Anyone travelling to Dover for the Slough game should note it's a one o'clock kickoff. Uh, uh, Hungerford also travelling to Oxford for what is probably one of their uh, closest derbies. Uh, but the probably the premier games are the FA Trophy matches, where um, we have uh, two sides represented in the first qualifying round. Uh, uh, Thatcham are away to Sidford Town, and probably more locally exciting anyway is binfield are away to marlow so that should be quite a uh interesting uh fixture there eddie uh we've spoken at length about binfield anything uh you want to predict on those two games tom um i think binfield marlow will go to a replay oh okay Ooh. for some reason there we go <laughs> You heard it here first, folks. You heard it here first. So you can get down to Hill Farm Lane the, on the following Tuesday, if that uh, is the case. So, yeah. Um, yeah, so two ex- interesting games to go to there. Are there any other fixtures, Tom, that you would like to uh, highlight from this uh, weekend selection? I would immediately flag Windsor v Reading City. That yes. should be good. I feel like every time I do this, I get it correct. If I get it correct, I'm after the one that Rob thinks is the is the strong yes. one. So that's like, uh, you got to correct this week. Good, thank you, yeah. thank you. Um, and also, just having a quick look at um, who was Burnham playing? Where's Burnham? Where's that gone? I just saw that. But Wokeham and Embrook v Burnham. I think is this. Yeah. No, it's not. Oh no, sorry, I'm looking at Wallingford and Crowmarsh. But Burnham, Burn, North Greenfield United are playing Burnham. Yeah. Anyway, let's move on from that. But yeah, okay. uh, Windsor, Windsor, uh, Windsor v. Um, yeah, Windsor have had some up and down yes. uh, results. Some really good and some slightly not so good. But Reading City, a hundred percent record in the league so far. Well, they've yeah. only played well, two, two games, games played. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Um, they were due to play a third this weekend, but uh, didn't go quite as planned as uh, we uh, we all saw. Uh, Do we yeah, know why? To- what the happened? officials yes. uh, oh, did turn, turn up. Yeah. So, uh, do you want like I can give go in more in depth? So, essentially, what happened is that the league misunderstood their youth FA Cup game, so allocated refs for them, and then unallocated refs for the Wembley Reading City game. So then they turned up, and they were like, "Oh, there's no referees," and then nobody turned up. Essentially, gotcha. So they didn't. The league didn't let anyone know that. They had cancelled the referees, thinking that the there was uh, Reading City were involved in the FA Cup. So uh, when they weren't, yeah, it's uh, yeah not the not the smartest, uh, you know. Oh dear. Yeah, exactly. So uh, that was quite the talking point over the weekend. 
Anyway, Tom, you've uh, been itching to put something in AOB, so why don't uh, yes. let's wrap it up before we. Uh, so that. yes, I yes. Uh, so last night I was at Tadley, as you as we've talked about, and um, the players from both sides walked out onto the pitch and did the customary kind of line up. Uh, as if you were about to do the anthems and uh, did all the shaking hands and stuff with the officials and all that. And it just occurred to me that um, Cherry Red Records are a record company. Why isn't there a combined counties league anthem to play out as the teams are coming <laughs> out for the Cherry Red Records Premier Cup? The Champions like, League. Yeah, in the, in the, and maybe it's the Champions League theme on a guitar or something. I don't <laughs> yeah. know. Yes, it feels like a missed opportunity, if you ask me. They should get all the uh, the players from the youth team to hold out a big yeah, canvas big, of the yeah. Cherry Red Records symbol over the centre circle. Indeed, maybe shake a vinyl. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. Shake it as that all happens. So, yeah. And they've all got big flags waving as well. Exactly, and, um, yeah. and those weird fire things that, come up <laughs> that yeah. you can that you can feel the heat from even at the back of the stand uh, i feel like adding them to non-league would be a disaster <laughs> especially the someone would, just had. yeah someone wouldn't really be paying attention properly yeah. and they'd be pointing into the crowds and oh, who knows what would happen it'd be uh yes but the non-league anthem if you want one of those right in and tell us what the uh, cherry red records non-league anthem should be oh i feel like the school streams could knock something up surely tom well we'll have a we'll have a chat <laughs> I'm, going, so I'm, going to now, I'm now going to go on the cherry red record site and see who, who's on their label <laughs> I don't there's, think uh, anyone there's your afternoon gone so yeah <laughs> yes indeed right. right any any other any other business Yes, I've just thought a couple of things. Um, the Women's FA Cup kicks off this weekend with the first round qualifying, and there are two uh, Berkshire sides in action. So Slough will play Milton United, and whoever wins that will play Ascot in the next round. And Mortimer also make their debut against Watford. Uh, so, yeah, a couple of games to go and see there if you'd like some Women's FA Cup action. On the Sunday? Yes. Yes, indeed. Very good. So, yeah, plenty of football and all these fixtures will be on the website, of course. Uh, so get over to footballinbarkshire.co.uk and uh, select your games from there. So uh, before we go away, Tom, why don't you do all the um, social media stuff? Tell them where we could they can find all our output. So I'll just give them uh, the website. <laughs> uh, Twitter, FI Bar- at FI Berkshire. Uh, you can go to and Instagram at FI Women. Sorry, yes, Abby, so rude. Um, at FIB underscore women uh, on Twitter. You can go to Instagram at FI Berkshire and you can go on Facebook and find us at Football in Berkshire. Uh, and you can go on LinkedIn as well. Just type the same stuff in. You'll find it. Easy. Very good indeed. Well, I think that's time for us to get out of here now. So thank you very much for listening to the Berkshire Football Stories chat podcast. Uh, we'll be back next week with uh, another episode. And you never know, we might even have a couple of interviews coming up, as I said. I've got one or uh, one or two ideas on those. So uh, keep an eye on all your uh, uh, podcast outlets for uh, where you can get hold of them. But until then, it's uh, goodbye from me. Uh, it's goodbye from Tom Canning. See ya. And it's goodbye from Abby Tysus. See ya. See you next week. Bye-bye. <laughs>
This episode of Berkshire Football Stories was hosted by Rob Davis and featured Abby Tysurst and Tom Canning. It was produced in the loosest sense of the word by Tom Canning. Our intro music is called Space Camp from the album Everyday Adventures by Reading's very own Rocket Kings, which you can find on Spotify and all good music outlets. Find Football in Berkshire on Twitter, Facebook and www.footballinberkshire.co.uk. Creative Lifestyle Planning is proud to sponsor the award-winning Berkshire Football Stories podcast from Football in Berkshire. Creative Lifestyle Planning is a woking and based independent financial planning business who provide affordable, transparent financial planning for clients from all walks of life. Maybe you're saving for a property, planning for retirement, or would just like to save some money in a tax-efficient manner. Drop them a line on 0330-118-0210. That's 0330-118-0210 for a free initial consultation. And let them know Football in Berkshire sent you.